thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez Billingsley. This is episode number 13. I want to thank everyone for your prayers, your love, and your support. I greatly appreciate it. And it's hot outside. Now, I don't know where you live in the country or even if you're in the country, but it's burning up in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm telling you. It's this kind of weather that just make you say, Lord, I thank you. <laughs> um, let's pray. And then uh, we're going to get into today's lesson. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O God. We give your name, praise, glory, and honor for your word. Father God, I ask you to speak through my lips and think through my mind. I ask you to speak into the hearts of each and every individual that's that's listening, O God. Transform our hearts and renew our minds and help us to apply the word that shall be spoken. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all, we want to deal with a topic that's plaguing a lot of people. Uh, a lot of things are going on in our nation and in our world not just our nation but all over the world Um, as many of you know um, there was a mass shooting one of the largest mass shootings in U.S. history um, at Orlando Florida nightclub where uh, 50 um, innocent people lives were taken Uh, by terrorists that's what they're saying or no matter who, terrorists or whoever, it's just something that uh, is very tragic. And that's something that I've been praying for the victims' families. I pray that you've been doing the same. Because that's something that's almost seems unreal, you know. And uh, with situations like this that happened, and there's a lot of things that are happening. A lot of people are losing their lives over senseless violence. And, you know, it's causing fear in the hearts of people. Causing fear, just so many things happening happening in life. It's just causing people, uh, believe it or not, it's causing people not not to want to live anymore. It's causing people to um, want to run and hide, and just a lot of different things. And that's not how God wants us to live our lives. So today we're gonna deal with fear. Now I'm gonna try to uh, diminish my St. Louis vernacular and saying fear instead of fear. <laughs> so, but fear, F E. A-R. That's what we're going to deal with today and how God doesn't want us to fear in the many ways how fear enters into our lives and to understand that, yo, uh, fear is not something you have to live with. That's not something that God even gives us. So we're going to look into that. We're going to look into also once we get rid of fear, the thing that replaces fear and how we can live a better, peaceful life without fear. Fear is not normal. You don't need a little, a little fear is not good for you. I don't know if some people say that a little fear good for you. Go on, go on and fear a little bit. It, it'll help you move on out. Nah, that's not something we want, man. So let's dive right on into it. If you have your Bibles, please go with me to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 2 to be exact. Hebrews chapter 2. We're going to look at fear. Okay, let's go for it. Hebrews chapter 2. Verses 14 through 15. It reads as follows. It says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, talking about Jesus, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. So make no question about it. He'll let you know who it is. That is the devil. Verse 15, it says, and deliver them. 
who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Fear equals bondage. So if you want to define fear, you could define it as bondage. It'll leave you stuck in life. See, there's really no, really no kind of good fear. There's really no good fear. It's kind of an oxymoron. Fear is fear. Fear is something that God doesn't want us to have. I'm going to read this again, and let's understand what the Spirit of God is wanting us to get. He says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also likewise took part of the same. He's talking about Jesus. He, he lived his life and walked on the earth as you and I did. It says, he also himself likewise took part of the same, talking about flesh and blood. And he did it, it says that through death, through his dying on the cross, he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Notice he said that had the power of death. See, the devil would deceive us in making us think that he has all power. But the scripture says Jesus rose with all power. That's why the Bible says in the last days, uh, be careful that you do not be deceived. The devil have us trying to make us believe that he's more powerful than God. Stay with me. So he came to destroy him who might have the power of death that is the devil. And he did destroy him. And he says, and deliver them who through fear of death, fear of death, fear of death. Deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. We don't have to fear death anymore. Since Jesus came, you accepted Jesus Christ. We don't have to fear death anymore. No, number one, death can't just come and just take our life uh, whenever the devil sees fit. God has his hand on us. Hallelujah. He says, well, long life, I'm going to satisfy you and show you my salvation. And see how I just spoke that? That's the word of God. When you get the word of God in you like that, it eliminates fear. You, you won't no longer be fearful of going out or riding on the highway and devil putting things in your mind saying, what if this happened to you? Who going to take care of you? Who going? Don't worry about none of that. God got you. Do you hear me? Listen to me. Fear is not your friend. Fear will leave you in bondage. Fear will keep you from wanting to take your children to the zoo. It will keep you from even wanting to go to church, even because of the situation that happened in the church in North Carolina. The devil is a deceiver and he wants you to fear him because he wants you to think that he has all power. Stay with me. Fear equals bondage. Let's go. We're going to go a little deeper. Let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah chapter 54. Oh, yeah. You heard a song. We're going to dig into it. Isaiah 54. All right, all right, all right. Let's do it. Isaiah 54, verse 14. Isaiah 54, verse 14. Follow me. It says, In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear and from terror for it shall not come near thee i'll read that again in righteousness shalt thou be established okay he's going to establish establish us in right and right standing once we once we've accepted christ we're established in right standing with him he says and thou shalt be far from oppression we're going to deal with that word oppression 
for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Oppression. What is oppression? Oppression is one of the many definitions of it. It's simply a state of a state of being subject to unjust treatment or control. And oppression happens in your in your mind. Does it happen in your body? Does it happens in your soul? What happens in your soul? What does it happen in your spirit? Oppression happens in your mind or in your soul. Your soul, you know, is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. So the devil will try to oppress us. Will try to oppress us, like it says, with unjust treatment or control. What do you mean unjust treatment or control? Meaning that putting things in your mind that you know that you weren't even thinking about and things that having you to, to to do this and do that and it's causing you to run back and forth and now you worried about your children and now it's causing worry and it's causing this and it's causing that and you know the scripture says to cast all your care on the lord for he cares for you and it talks about do not worry but let your request be, be made known unto god so he's trying to get us in a state of fear because of if we're operating out of fear then the faith our faith isn't working. You know, we, we're not believing God for for anything. We're not even believing God can protect us because we're we are allowing fear to control and dictate our lives. Fear can come into your life many ways. It comes into your life through your eye gates, you know, through what you see and through what you hear. That's pretty much it. You know, that's how fear enters in. You know, I know people that all they do is watch the news. They keep it on CNN all day because they say they say they want to know what's going on in the world. Nothing's wrong with that. The only issue is, is that it's constantly uh, giving you images of evil. You know, it's pretty much telling you all the evil. It's pretty much, I heard one uh, somebody say that you know, you know, they say turn on the news so we can see what the devil's doing. You know, the news isn't good news. You only find good news in the scriptures. You know, and there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying don't watch the news or any of that. I'm just saying you 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 should control your watching. I'll say that much. You don't have to watch and dig and search into any and everything because all it does is it's plant seeds of fear in you. You know what I'm saying? So those are many ways. Or even if you don't see something, you just constantly talking to people and all y'all talking about is negative stuff. Nothing positive. It's always about this and that and what somebody didn't do and, and how you don't like people and, and and such and such did me wrong and such and such got killed and you know they snatched my mama by the throat like it's it's, it's just it's planting images of fear all inside of you and so when you by yourself when you you know how to handle business then the word of god isn't coming to your mind that's not the first thought your first thought is fear you know what i'm saying so God doesn't want that for us. So oppression, a state of being subject to unjust treatment or control. Now let's turn to Ephesians chapter three. Ephesians chapter three. We have to eliminate fear. One way we eliminate fear is by getting in the word because God's word will always drive out anything that's in you that's not of him. So if you have fear of death, get scriptures on life. Get scriptures, you know what I'm saying, on eternal life. Look at how much, you know, read scriptures about how much God loves you and, and read about God's protection. And all those things that drive out that fear. But we got to get in the word. We cannot be lazy. We have to get in the word. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 9. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 9 through 12. It says, 
and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose, which is purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by faith in him. Now what that say it says in Christ it says in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. So if we have boldness and confidence that leaves no room for fear. When fear comes in your life then it eliminates the confidence and the boldness that the scriptures just said that we should have if we're in Christ Jesus. Okay? So follow me. Let's 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 keep going. Let's walk it. Let's go to another familiar Another familiar passage of scripture. Let's go to Second Timothy. Many people can quote this one. Second Timothy chapter Yeah, chapter one. Second Timothy chapter one verse seven. It says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind or, or a, a calm mind, controlled mind. He said he's given us the disciplined mind. He says he's given us not the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Notice it says spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit. So if God didn't give us the spirit of fear, so if fear is in our hearts and, our, and in our minds and he didn't give it to us, how do we get it? Well, we got it because of the things we've been seeing, things that we've been hearing. The devil commute, trying to communicate different things to us, trying to let you know that you ain't going to make it. You're going to be just like this. You're going to be broke all your life. You're going to always be plagued with this sickness. You're going to always, you know, go from week to week to month to month. You're going to always get a broken heart. Uh, you're never going to get married. You're going to be single for the rest of your life. Every man that you get is going to play you. Every woman you get is going to play you. Like, he will always put that stuff in you. And you know what we do? We gravitate towards people who, um, who are constantly reinforcing those images. You don't want that. You want to get around people that are speaking nothing but positivity. People just giving you nothing but the word. You know what I'm saying? So spirit of fear. He didn't give us that spirit. So we're walking around with fear. We got it from another source. So we want to eliminate it. Eliminate it. Eliminate it with how? I told you with the word. The word is like water to your spirit. It will wash your spirit just like water in the natural will wash your body. It will cleanse your body. So let's keep going. I'm going to read some more scriptures to you because I'm going to drive out through the spirit of God. The Lord is going to drive out this fear in you, I believe, during this podcast. So I'm going to read some scriptures. I'm just going to read some scriptures and I want you to listen. Listen to these scriptures on fear and why you don't have to fear. Let's do it. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41 10. When I am afraid, I put my trust in the Lord. Psalms 56 3. Do not be anxious for anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, 
which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6-7 Peace is what I leave with you. It is my own peace that I give you. I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. Do not be afraid. John 14, 27. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Once again, 2 Timothy 1, 7. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. Psalms 94, verse 19. But now this is what the Lord says. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. You hear that? You are the Lord's, he says. Isaiah 43, verse 1. An anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. Proverbs 12, 25. You see what I'm saying? If you're fearful, you don't need to be around people that's constantly reinforcing fear. Get around some people that's going to speak life into you and it's going to encourage you. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, repeat, you know it, I will fear what? No evil. For thou art what? With me. Your rod. What? And your staff. They comfort me. What is his rod and his staff? The word of God. The Psalms 23 verse 4. Fear equals bondage. Get rid of fear and replaceable boldness. When, when, you, well, when you get rid of fear, boldness comes in. The righteous are as bold as a lion, it says in the book of Proverbs. Turn to Luke chapter 10. You do not need to be afraid of the devil for one split second. Luke 10 verse 19. It says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. I'm going to read that again. Behold, I give unto you power or authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing. He, and when he says nothing, he means nothing. Nothing's going to nothing's going to hurt you. You have the power. Now, when I say you have the power, I don't mean you and yourself. I mean, you have the power that's been delegated to you by God. Once you come into Christ, that power comes in you. And with that power, God is saying, or with that authority, he's saying that you don't need to fear no man, no woman, and certainly no devil. Because <laughs> there's nothing he can do to you. I want you to meditate on this word. I want you to meditate on this word. And we're going to come right back. This song right here is called My Love Is Real by an artist that you may be familiar with. His name is Kristen Gray. Let's get it, Christian. I'll be right back after this. If there's one thing I know, true love will never change. I already gave my heart away. Nobody else can take your place. There's nothing I want more than for you to understand. I'm trying to get better for you. Just tell me what to do. If you don't know, it's real. You don't know it's real, girl Let me 
Macchiato's music in the scriptures that was Kristen Gray, My Love Is Real. That's off his album called Glory. Available on all digital outlets. Didn't that feel good? What what a good music, yeah. The good the music just make you feel good. Didn't that make you want to dance? I know you just want to grab grab somebody by the hand. Not anybody, but you know what I'm saying. You want to grab your somebody by the hand. Praise the Lord. Anyway, I was over here dancing. I almost wanted to cut in on the song. But um, but that's what I'm saying, man. You 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 wanna drive out fear. And just even stuff like that, even the song I put on, like, it just make you feel good. Like you you want that. You don't want to be living a life of fear. You don't want to be talking fear talking. See, if it ain't one thing, it's another, and this and that. And I don't have the money to pay for that. And then all oh, oh, hush all that up. We don't want to keep hearing all that every day. Everybody got issues. We all go through things, but we have a savior to look to. Let us look to the hills from which cometh our help. We quote the scriptures all the time, but we don't, we got to start applying this, this word to our life. Things are going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I personalize and things like that, but we have to be strong in the Lord. That's why the Bible says be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And, um, I want to read you a scripture and I'm going to close it with this. This scripture is for people who are confused. Excuse me. People who don't understand that, you know, even as to this podcast, some people may be like, well, I mean, if you're talking about not the fair and all this type of stuff, where is God in the midst of all this? How come he let this happen? How come he let, you know, how come he allowed the Orlando uh, shooting to happen How come you allowed this to happen And that to happen I want to know I want God to tell me I want to know what it is Because I, I don't trust him Deuteronomy chapter 29 Verse 29 I was once like I was once like you Had a lot of questions I would see things going in the world You know in my younger years And I was just like Man Lord uh, Why is all this happening I want answers. You know, well, I ain't say it like that, but you know, in your mind, you're just kind of like, man, I want some answers. I found my answer. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. Might not be the answer you like, but um, it's the answer. Deuteronomy 29, 29, it reads as follows. It says, the secret things belong unto the Lord your God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever what is that saying it says the secret things the things that you don't know about the things that you can't understand why it happened the lord said them belong to me and he said the things that are revealed mean that the things that i choose to reveal to you as to why it happened those belong to you so in other words if god doesn't choose to reveal why it happened or how it happened that's none of our business That's it. It's none of our business. It's none of our business as to why this happened or, you know, why this person had to go to heaven so soon or whatever have you. Um, it's none of our business, man. It's, it's a secret thing. Secret things belong to the Lord. Things that are revealed belong to us. If he chooses to reveal it, he'll reveal it. If he chooses not to, that means it's none of our business. It's nothing that he, he wants us to know about. What we have to do is we have to stay focused on a journey and on a path that he's called us to. You know what I'm saying? We have to uh, thank God for his mercy. Because if, it's, if it wasn't for his mercy, according to the scriptures, 
many of us will be consumed. Mercy is simply God canceling out judgment that you deserve. You deserve judgment, but mercy said, uh-uh, we're going to cancel that this time. You deserve this, but I'm going to cancel it. I'm going to give you uh, another opportunity to get yourself together. I'm going to give you more than one. That's mercy, man. That's why we ought to be thanking the Lord every single day. Don't allow the media to soup your head up to make you say they're trying to put fear in you to make you think that, you know, you're next. You're the next victim. You're the next target. Next time it's coming to your house. No, it ain't coming to this house. Because I have authority and power in which we just read in Luke 10, 19. Start speaking it every day. If you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, God has given me authority and power in his name to dominate anything that would try to come against me or my family. The devil can't just do what he wants to do in your life. And you have to understand that. If you don't understand that, and that's when the enemy will try to rob us of our ignorance. So he likes to get those of us who don't know. You know, we got a lot of stuff. We were talking about stay woke. You better stay woke. Stay woke. Yeah, you better stay woke in this Bible and understand what God says about you. Yeah, don't sleep on that. Don't sleep on the word of God. We try to stay woke on everything else. No, you need to stay woke on this book because the word of God is the only thing that's going to help you. I don't care what situation you in. I don't, I don't, I don't care what situation you in. And no, I may not be in your situation. But the word of God is powerful enough to change your situation. Watch this. In 24 hours. Hallelujah. He doesn't even have a time limit on it. And our focus shouldn't be time. But that's just how fast he can do something. God overrides time. Time does not tell God what to do. God tells time what to do. So don't ever think that, you know, so much time has to go by. Uh-uh. Sometime it may be time, but if God chooses to do it in no time, that's what healing is. If somebody has a broken foot and then you pray and ask God to heal your foot and God to say it's supposed to be healed, you know, you'll recover in six months. God healing in six minutes. He overrode time. God is no respect of time. Don't ever forget, everything has to bow <laughs> to Jesus. Everything, including time. It don't matter what it is. So let's trust in our Lord. Let's trust in our God. He loves us, man. He loves us. And that's why the scripture says, and you know it, if, I, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then when I hear from heaven and heal your land, God can heal our land. I know there's a lot of wickedness going on. I know the presidential election. I know you don't know who to vote for, if you're going to vote at all. Yeah, I already I already know how you feel, man. Hey, we all, we have all things common. What we want to do is, man, we want to focus on the word of God and what it says. Not look at people. Let's look to the Lord and let's trust in him. Because he truly is the only one that um, we can trust. Any, any, I'm led to say this. Even if you have lost trust in people, God can help you to restore that trust back in, into an, into that person. It's not like if you stop trusting a person, all all hope is lost. I'll never trust you again. No, you might say that because you just don't want to. But if you want to, if you want that trust to be restored, that trust can be restored. That's just fear. It's just the fear of, you know, them. You know, you don't want them to do what they did to you again. Well, you have to trust God with the individual. But you do want to get back to a place of trust. And I don't know who that's for, but just receive it.
God bless y'all. I love you. Until next time, I'll talk to you. Episode 14.